Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up, Disney charges big bucks to get married at night. There's a new nighttime holiday spectacular coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. And Disney's newest promotion wants you to know that the magic will be endless. All that plus roundtable rapid fire and the news coming up. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 913 for the week of October 18th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Disney, Universal, Cruise, or Adventures by Disney vacation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host, coming to you from the Bob Early Studio in beautiful Orlando, Florida. It is a beautiful day here. Um... Let's go around the table and let you know who's sitting with me. Very happy to have you guys join me today. To my right, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Thank you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Are you? Are you? Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we have Kevin Close. Hello, everyone. We have Brian Torpy. Good afternoon. Oh, my God. I got it right. I'm so excited. Uh, we have Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. Back in the production facility, we have our associate producers. What are your names again? <laughs> Oliver Green. Oh, what a good start. Hello. <laughs> and Ryan O'Clavin. Hello. Hi, everybody. Again, welcome. Uh, you might have noticed that Pete Werner is not here. Uh, Pete is dealing with a family issue today. And while I am not exactly comfortable uh, letting you all know exactly what's going on. He has a family member having some health issues. So if we all could uh, keep Pete and his family in our thoughts and prayers and send them good wishes, I think they would appreciate that very, very much. So uh, we're going to get started. First, we're going to start off with some housekeeping. Crickets. Oh. I'm going to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I like just throwing you guys off. Craig's having a little bit of panic attack. Nope, I'm good. I'm going to start with uh, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. This is every Monday. Um, last Monday, this uh, yesterday, we actually released the second part of our Rhapsody of the Seas Greek Isle Cruise review. Um, please go take a look at it. We think we did a good job. We had fun doing it. Coming up next week is going to be part one of a two-part series on booking a Walt Disney World package vacation. Uh, two of our other Dreams Unlimited travel agents will be joining us for that. So we are uh, excited to bring you that information. Um, Rhino, why don't you tell us what's going on with DizPop? DizPop every Friday or thereabouts, I understand? Yes, yeah, thereabouts. Um, there's going to be, um, I'm doing a review of the Rocky Horror Picture Show that is that reimagining is... Um, is uh, happening Thursday night on Fox. I'm so excited for that. I'm I'm I so I am excited. like I'm I I don't want to say the anticipation, you know, but <laughs> and say it. <laughs> but I am say I am it. I was a big uh, avid used to go every Saturday night to the one in Cambridge. Does this surprise Boston, anyone? So, oh no, please. You know, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I bet I could pick out all the people who went. <laughs> I have been to a Rocky Horror. every Saturday night. Not every Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, we went for quite a quite a streak there. How so many I times figured. Have you watched Hocus Pocus? Oh, this year, month, week. What do you want? <laughs> I'm actually reading a book about it right now that um, was sent to me. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing a review of that as soon as I get that done. But this week's main episode is Rocky Horror, and then there's going to be a little, little other stuff sprinkled throughout. Very so, cool. So check out for that. Excellent. Uh, every Thursday, the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition with Craig Williams and people I don't really care to mention. Yeah. Uh, what's happening on this week's show? Well, this week's going to be a doozy. We are going to <laughs> record everyone's favorite Forrest Gump-themed restaurant, Bubba Gump's. <laughs> I'm excited. You said it like there was more than one restaurant. Oh, I, do, I believe it is a chain. Yeah, there's one. Well, there's one at least oh. in Hollywood. No, I, it was. Right? It was. Oh, oh okay. It was a joke. I'm sorry. Okay, it was a joke that fell very flat. I don't know. I've it never was a joke eaten. Nonetheless, now, um, yeah, we're going to be eat, and it's the only Forrest Gump themed restaurant. Maybe mm. if there's another one out there. Let us know. Uh, yeah, we are going to go to Bubba Gump's at Universal City Walk and uh, try the food. It's been quite a while since I've been there, um, and mm. I'm excited to see what happens with frozen that. scramp. 
Defrosted, scramped. It's the only movie I've ever walked out of twice. Really? I walked out of it the first time, and I thought everybody told me how good it was, and I should go back and see it a second time. So I went back and I walked out in the exact same spot. I dislike this. Well, movie. I want to know what part it is, though. Do you remember? Yeah. What part where he runs out? out of the football stadium? Oh, that's really early on in the movie. Okay. I've had a, I've heard a lot of people critique it and say that like it's really held near and dear to millennials for some reason, which makes no sense because we didn't live through any of the actual events in the movie. It's the only way but... you people are learning history, is what I think. <laughs> well, yeah, that's... that's how I got all my information on Vietnam. Yeah. He doesn't like the word moist. Yeah. I'm really over the word millennial. Ma'am. <laughs> all right, that sounds almost yeah. interesting. What else do you have? We're connecting with the, with the Walt. Okay. <laughs> connecting with the Walt. Connecting with the Walt. Uh, he's still dead. Not so, just the Walt. Um, this is the Walt. <laughs> yes. Uh, this Friday, we will be launching our discussion series on Walt Disney's animated films. And we're actually going to start off with uh, everything that he produced under Laughagram while he was still back in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, so, yes, you can find that episode with Michael and I talking about that this Friday at sometime in the afternoon when it goes live. Excellent. Yes. Very, very good. Yes. Anything else? Anything I'm missing? Um, should we even talk about the Disneyland show, or is it? Oh, my God. I did not have it on my list. Ouch. Yeah. Yes, let's please talk about the Disneyland show. Okay. Well, on this week's Disneyland edition, Michael Bowling continues his look at Disneyland in the 1980s, including the changes that came at the beginning of the Michael Eisner era. Excellent. Yeah. And when does that happen? Um, it's what? It's Sundays, you, Sunday nights at, at 7 California time live and then it goes up Monday on iTunes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. If you say so. There we go. I've <laughs> never done this before. <laughs> I never really listen when Pete talks in the beginning. So I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> I check my email. <laughs> uh, anything else I'm missing we want to talk about? All right. No. So ever hold your peace. Um, I do want to mention uh, Podcast Crew 6.0 coming up very, very fast. Um, If you're looking to do pre and post night stays, uh, we are running out of space. So please make up your mind and book those rooms now. We have uh, pre nights at the Swan and also post nights at several Walt Disney World Resort hotels. Very good pricing. So please go check them out and get them. I don't want you to be left out if that's what you're looking for. And I also want to let you know that we are going to be closing transfer signups uh, at the end of October. So if you're interested in using the Diz Dreams transfers for Podcast Crew 6.0, please go and do that now so that you don't get left out of that. It, it feels like it's farther away than it is because you think no, like it's, it's December, close. but it's really that first week and it's already almost the end of October. It's crazy so, to me. And we're doing good. We're, we're getting our, um, our schedule squared away. Royal Caribbean's a little bit difficult to work with. So we've got some things that are uh, sort of last minute we still have to put together. Um, do you want to tease anything we're doing? Yeah. Oliver's doing something fun. Oliver, tell us what you're going to do. Um, I'm going to be ziplining across the ship because they have a zipline there, and you can either come along and uh, watch me. or I'm sorry. <laughs> there is a weight limit. There's a weight limit. It's like what are you 260 trying to say? or something like oh, that. I th- I'm going to get it wrong, but it's pretty I'll be there. What is everyone trying to say? Do I look like... Okay. No, 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 I think he, 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 he wanted to general. tandem with you. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, okay. well, that's because yeah, he does his weird stones. Front to back, back to front. How are you going to do it? <laughs> and it only takes you two hours to sign the release and get all set up. Do you go for 17 seconds? Strapping you by your ankles? No. You have to sign release on release on release on release. They strap you up by... Your bad parts. You're you're trussed up like a Thanksgiving turkey. (laughs) So folks want to join Oliver for that. We're going to have a sign up. And I think we're going to do a little bit of try to raise some money for Give Kids the World. So we may have uh, other folks on the podcast. You might actually get a chance to bid to see them zip line as well. It will not be me. I'm terrified of heights, but it will if not we raise money, it, it will be, push me out over the yeah, edge there. Rhino will do it. We'll set a threshold, and if we reach that threshold, Rhino will do it. Yeah. Maybe I'm not doing it. Well, then it'll be, I'll <laughs> cry like a baby. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll do is we'll set it, you know, bid for Rhino, Rhino to zip line. Like a girl? 
I'm already getting dizzy thinking about it. If we if we'll set the threshold at ten dollars, that's what we'll put it. <laughs> so, I, I will pay myself for you to go. On <laughs> if you're going to come watch, you should bring your own alcoholic beverage because it takes a while between zippers. <laughs> Corey, you've got plans for Podcast Crew Six. Talking about yeah, I don't alcohol. know the details, but it's every single night at the clubs. Well, we're, we're so. scheduling it for two nights because I am not paying for people to get new livers. <laughs> we have uh, at least two nights. Will be I'm all about Korean. after hours. Yeah, yeah after hours stuff. <laughs> I think that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. That was excellent. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Anything else in housekeeping that I need to talk about? I do not believe so. All right. Sounds good. Let's move on to the news. And very, very excited to have Craig read the news for a change. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Ready to do this? You know what I put up with. Okay. First news story. Disney's Magic Kingdom is offering nighttime weddings for a very small price of $180,000. Wow. Yes. Nighttime weddings are now available at Walt Disney World. Couples can get married in front of Cinderella Castle in the Magic Kingdom dance in the castle courtyard, and host the reception in Fantasyland. A couple of years ago, weddings became available at Magic Kingdom's train station, but they had to be held at 7.30 a.m. before the park actually opened. Earlier this year, Disney opened up the East Plaza Garden as a wedding venue, allowing couples to get married at 9.30 a.m. during park hours, and now nighttime weddings are added into it. They are, of course, part of Disney's fairy tale weddings and honeymoons, 25th anniversary thing that's happening right now and as we said the option begins at $180,000 and it can just go up from there so uh, that's a I, lot I'm happy I'm already married I don't <laughs> have to worry about this <laughs> that. Um, what is a normal wedding do we know what normally it's, people it was like I, I looked it up because when this news story came out I was just curious and I think like daytime 18 people was like somewhere on $18,000 wow yeah. It was all, it's double digit, and it was like under 30. All of all of the options I saw were. But that's like, as I was saying, that's like bare a cup minimum. Sprite and some peanuts. It's not like a real wedding with a reception. I actually, you know? yeah, I actually don't believe that's any food and beverage. Then right, you have that's to have a start to oh, yeah. right. Insane. Yeah, that's for the, I think the cheapest one is for the ceremony only. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people will then try to move it over to a, a more reasonable cost venue like uh, Atlantic Dance Hall over at the boardwalk since, I mean, you could host a, a wedding reception in there on a normal night without planning anything, and there's no one in there already to begin with. So. Wow. Yeah, but it's all about, you know, I guess doing it in front of the castle at night or something. Yeah, and who's your daddy? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'll be still talking oh. about the same thing. Now. Is that a drop-in that just happened? <laughs> like, like, are we talking of the sugar I daddy? Like, I fear stuff like this because Finley is, yeah. you know, she loves <laughs> Disney. It's almost I, like it's a I, joke. I never though. want her to see anything like this. It's almost like it's a joke. It's like, oh, yeah, you want to get married in dollars, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Fine. You don't need a house. (laughs) Put it in an account for her. (laughs) The problem is you would do it. All no, she'd have to do is no, I wouldn't do that. she would look at you with those eyes and you'd be like, all right. I'll I will do. buy you a dog. <laughs> or a castle. <laughs> not, not the same thing. But All right, moving on to our second news story. Okay, our second news story. Toshin, I believe is how it's pronounced, releases a book about Disney's golden age of animation. Uh so the book features over 1,500 images and essays by renowned Disney experts, uh, covers in detail Walt Disney and the Walt Disney Company's journey from the silent film era through his first full-length feature, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, all the way through the Jungle Book, and uh, editor Daniel Kotenschulte. So happy you had to read this one. Kotenschulte. Conducted extensive research through the historical collections of the Walt Disney Archives and Animation Research Library, as well as from private collections. Um, Yeah, the book's divided into 15 chapters, includes sections on the War Years, Burbank Studios, uh, all all the movies, as I said before. And they tapped into Disney experts like Leonard Maltin, Dave Smith, Charles Solomon, and so many more. Uh, I believe that the book is available in bookstores if you are interested in it. But, of course, we will have a link to it somewhere in our show notes page. It says it's $200 for it. That seems very hefty for if a book. If you are at the farmer's market in L.A., there's a Toshin bookstore just outside. 
uh, it's a freestanding little building oh. right at the end of the grove. And their books are never small. Mm-hmm. They're usually, I mean, these are not things you're going to take with you on a plane. Sometimes their books actually come with their own stands. Yeah. They're I've fairly large. This, I've not seen this book. My assumption is it's going to be a big coffee table book. Right. So, with a lot of artwork. I don't. I believe that $200 price tag is correct. Yeah, 620 pages. The dimensions are 16 by 11.8 inches. Right. So, so it's it, a big book. It's a big book. Yeah. No, it, it looks very interesting. I don't have a spare $200 right now to drop on a book but but i think if you if you book that wedding i think everybody in your party gets one <laughs> that's like the yeah I, I don't even think that's true that's true <laughs> everybody in your party doesn't get anything <laughs> um and i'm not bringing you back because i'm sure it weighs at least 11 or 12 pounds <laughs> yeah I, I would never ask that of you so rhino might on the show <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has this tashin book can you tell me to how me? dare you I don't <laughs> <laughs> Are <laughs> we ready for the last news story? No, I want to stretch it out. A oh, bit. Okay. <laughs> I think we could really stretch this one. All right, go I ahead. like this one. Story number three. So this is my uh, this is my exciting news. So the, please read it. Please I will. Read that excitedly. I will. Jingle bell, jingle bam. <laughs> Holiday nighttime spectacular will be coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. So uh, last week, Disney officially announced that Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, a brand new nighttime show, will be coming to Hollywood. Craig Lagasse. This is the Bam. It'll be starting on November 14th and running through December 31st uh, to fill that Osborne family spectacle of Dancing Lights Void that lies in the construction pit formerly known as Streets of America. So the show will be presented on, above, and around the Chinese theater with the brand new projection technology that they installed for Star Wars, a galactic spectacular uh, along with other special effects like snow uh, fireworks and a seasonal musical score uh, the show the name of it? Uh, it is jingle bell jingle bam <laughs> <laughs> don't you wish you had 3d <laughs> bam uh, the <laughs> shoot uh, the show will focus on <laughs> Wayne and Lanny who you might remember from the ABC Walt Disney Animation Studios holiday specials uh, Prep and Landing and they will be searching for the missing Santa Claus uh, the show will feature memorable holiday moments from Disney films like Mickey's Christmas Carol Beauty and the Beast uh, the animated short Pluto's Christmas Tree Bambi the Nightmare Before Christmas, and many, many... Maybe jingle or the Bambi? Bambi. Bam. Jingle Bambi. Like the Star Wars fireworks at Hollywood Studios, there will be a dessert party, which I believe you can already book now, and that includes reserved viewing and pretty much the prime viewing spot that you could want. Uh, desserts, specialty beverages, and uh, so much more, including a pair of 3D glasses that will transform the fireworks and other bright lights into gingerbread man, uh, candy canes, snowflakes, and ornaments, which we got to see uh, kind of how those glasses worked at Illuminations mm-hmm. with the Mickey Mouse ones, and it was a cool little novelty. Um, so, yeah, this, like I said, the show will be starting on the 14th, and I am super pumped for it, uh, as, as much as I miss Osborne Lights like everyone else out there in the world. That was such a unique experience. Uh, the, these are going to be very cool. The Star Wars fireworks show at Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios is one of the best things that they've ever done, and now they're mixing Christmas with it. It's just, I, I think these are going to be better than getting a ticket, going to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, wow. and seeing their fireworks show. That says a lot. Yeah. I just wish they had a different name. I mean, are, are they? I think they were looking for unused hashtags at this point. <laughs> they probably <laughs> that probably own a it's, lot. It's going to be it's going to be amazing, though. I enjoy the fact that uh, fireworks are no longer enough for people. You have to turn them into ginger man, gingerbread man, and snowflake. Oh. <sighs> what is going on? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Start to show Brian's over. recording his message for the book. <laughs> so, why don't we turn off that speaker? For Hocus Pocus? Yeah, that would probably it be a just, good idea. There we go. There, that's excellent. There we go. All right. Um, Bam. Bam. I, I mean, if the, the good thing is that you can reuse a lot of the technology for Star Wars. Yes. Fireworks. So you can have a lot of that stuff going on as well. So I think it's going to be fun. Oh, I... 
I, I think it will be great. So I hope they use the light that they use for the lightsaber in the fireworks show for Star Wars too. Even though it makes no sense with Christmas, uh, it, it's such it, it's cool technology. I just with, with everything they've been doing with the projection mapping lately, it the the potential is almost endless. And I'm sure a lot of the clips they already have, and they're going to recycle them from uh, the World of Color holiday shows because they can they can take those and adapt them really easily to this. But uh, you know, it, it's nice to see that you know some of the some of the lesser touted about subjects are going to get a little bit like Mickey's Christmas Carol. When's the last time they've had anything right. Mickey's Christmas Carol related anywhere? And so. we are big fans of Prep and Landing. We actually thought that too. was yeah. We thought that was a the first one. <laughs> I, I I never gave it a shot because it always looked kind of childlike dumb to me. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it wasn't going to be you know it looked like it was going to be for little kids. Yeah, but it turned out to be something we enjoy. So it's fun to have them in the park. Yeah, no, doing it's, something cool. I I think overall it is going to be a hit. Um, and it was a nice surprise considering everyone thought that Hollywood Studios was just going to be pointless <laughs> during the holiday season, but now. There's there's a reason to come and see it. So. There's a reason for the season. All right. Yes. Thank Tis you very much. Thank <laughs> you very much, Craig, <laughs> for doing the news. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. So we have got Mr. Steve Porter coming to us live from the Magic Kingdom, I believe, correct? No, yeah. Yep, here in Fantasyland. Okay, you made a mistake. We wanted you in Epcot. So <laughs> run over to Epcot. <laughs> Oh, very good. Good job. <laughs> Excellent the worst running. running in place <laughs> really running. almost tripped over a stroller. Yeah. Is there Steve, any way you can... Steve, tap, tap your face on your phone so it stops doing that. Yeah, because we're getting a lot of uh, adjusting of You look light. like when I used to try and copy VHSs in high school. What? Yeah. <laughs> Is that right. better? Yes. Now you're overexposed. <laughs> kind of like Rhino. <laughs> All right, why? <laughs> that was a slow one. That was for the calendar. So, Steve, tell us what's going on in the Magic Kingdom today. Why are you there? What's happening? What's going on? What are we drinking? <laughs> yeah. So, I came here today to Fantasyland to check out uh, to see. Apparently, Princess Elena of Avalor is uh, coming to Princess Fairytale Hall November 24th, but she's actually already here for doing a soft opening. Uh, so, I actually. Checked on social media and saw people taking pictures with her already. And, uh, oh, man, this lighting is so bad. <laughs> it really is bad. At least I, you know. Tell us more about her Why don't you go wait opening. in the queue? <laughs> Every which way. The sun is, like, right at me. But, uh, yeah, so she's already here. Uh, and, I mean, it's pretty exciting. Lots of people are excited about it. Crowds are Could you pretty, interview them? What? Could you interview the excited ones? No. <laughs> no. No. No, don't excite them. No. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't hear you. That's yeah. okay. That's a good, a good idea. So what else is going on? The weather was actually kind of nice this morning. Looks like you've got a beautiful day out there. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Barely any clouds in the sky. Uh, geez, this lighting is so bad. People in the merry-go-round are thrilled watching you spin around the circle. All right, let's see if this is better. Okay, I like the disco s- lighting. That's okay, good. There we go. Stop. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day out. Barely any clouds. <laughs> Oh man, this is great. This is a catastrophe. <laughs> this is a catastrophe. And, the and worst remote ever. The worst remote house right in the middle of his face too. <laughs> oh. There we go. There we go. But yeah, it's a beautiful day out. The crowds aren't too bad. Uh, only long lines for the big rides. Like space is an hour, which you could expect. But you know, all the other rides are twenty minutes. Not too bad. So it's a pretty nice day. It's not too crowded. No shoulder sh- shoulder traffic or anything. So. You know, it's a good day in the Magic Kingdom. Did you meet the princess yet? Uh, it's like a forty-minute wait. Uh, wow, I don't we'll, we'll wait. Steve, go. <laughs> I, I, I waited six hours at the uh, to get on Frozen Day One. Remind us. Throw that out there. We've never heard like the yeah. end of it. I, I, you, <laughs> I still have the sunburns. I honestly believe that I've heard six hours worth of you complaining about it. So you shared that with us all. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll never forget it. It sounds worse in a British accent. <laughs> Everything does. <laughs> Steve, are you gonna are you gonna try to see her? Or are you gonna be like that creepy guy in line who goes and stands with the princess? Uh, it might be the most awkward meet and greet ever. So, 
maybe I'll sacrifice myself for so I can put it up on Twitter or something. But that is excellent. Keep your earbuds in and just pretend you're listening to music when you meet her. Don't pay attention <laughs> to her. I have a question. Whose glasses are you wearing? Mine. They're really, really big on your head. <laughs> they were $8 at Walgreens. I <laughs> for all of those of you who are trying to work for the Diz, <laughs> just so you know how much you can afford. <laughs> Give us a little pan around. Let us see the Magic Kingdom. Let us live vicariously through you. Okay, I'll flip it around. I thought you were going to twirl. Like. <laughs> so, of course, the crane is here. It's not up, though. But I was, it made me think. So they, you guys, I know you guys were talking about the wedding being back here, because this is actually where it's going to take place, is in, behind the castle. Uh, so I'm wondering, since this crane is here, like, for one-third of the year, what they'll do for that time period, because that would not be a fun sight for a wedding. Unless they lift the bride and groom up that way. Yeah. Could be. Put them on top of the castle cake. Nice presentation. That's why it's so Bring, expensive. They drop them in, in by crane. <laughs> yeah. They drop. They drape it with bunting. Is the crane there to start putting on the castle lighting, the, the holiday castle, the, the net lighting, whatever they do? Could be. Could be Just starting to do the holiday lights. Lights to put on yeah, the lights. Yeah, I, I'm, pretty sure it is, I'm pretty sure it is for the holiday lights. Steve, pan up a little bit. Let's see the castle because all we've got is a dumpster. <laughs> Ooh. That's such, oh, that's a nice shot. Stay there for the rest of the show. <laughs> and then you can just go back to me and I'll just have this shot for you. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Steve, thank you very much for bringing us up to date on something that I don't care about. Um, <laughs> no problem. Sorry about the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> go have fun and go see a princess. See you guys. All right, bye. Bye. Bye, Steve. Bye. Sure. He gets to be outside. They do kind right. of look like the glasses that you give you at the eye doctor. <laughs> they do. Solar <laughs> shield. <laughs> glaucoma glasses. <laughs> you do look like the, my eyes have been dilated. All right. Let's move on to rapid fire. And uh, we're going to start with Craig. Craig, yeah. tell us about your rapid fire. Well, speaking of news that you could care less about, I'm very <laughs> excited for this one. Uh, it appears that Muppet Babies might be getting a reboot on Disney Junior. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, well, for Just someone, for I someone like, like me who grew up in the uh, late '80s and early '90s, I the Muppet the Babies 90s. were a very important part of daytime television, along with stuff like Ducktales and uh, and uh, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. And for anyone who doesn't know, Muppet Babies is kind of a spinoff from uh, a sequence in Muppets take manhattan whenever they sing i will always love you miss piggy sings in they're all babies and they get into lots of adventures and like back in that time period they always like ripped off star wars and star trek and indiana jones and it was a really great show and what uh, was the name of the legs that used to watch them that's the that's the uh, david david David. it was a man dave no yeah it was a nanny there was a guy named dave but the main one was a nanny there were more than one human on that no, show? never mind. Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's yeah, Dave. That's, it's, that's it's Dave. a nanny. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, there's there's no sign of when this will be on yet, if it'll actually end up happening. It's still in uh, the pre-production part of it, and they're working on, you know, concept sketches and all that stuff. But it, uh, it might make the air, and then I will be a grown adult watching Disney Junior. Well, welcome to the club. Oh. Yeah, there's a there's a club you want to be a part of. <laughs> We're not allowed near playgrounds. Uh, Oof. Okay, my turn. Wow. wow. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't watch Disney Junior. Psycho. <laughs> Kevin, how about your rapid fire? Hopefully, yours is a little less cre- creepy. <laughs> Disney has ten new rules for being a princess. No, it's not. <laughs> not any less creepy. Uh, Disney princesses have come under scrutiny over the past for their unrealistic representations of both of body image. Those exaggerated tiny waists, giant eyes, and slender wrists may have been the trademark for Disney royalty for decades, but they're also problematic with girls' self-esteem and body image. So Disney has updated their princess principles. I really like saying that. Releasing a set of illustrated posters to emphasize the ten emphasize the ten new rules for joining the hallowed halls of Fantasy Kingdom. Would you like to know what the ten rules are? Yes, yes. please. Slow. All right. Slowly. Care for others. Oh, pause. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I get ready. Oh, Can't okay. be a princess. Okay, I, you said slowly. Um, live healthily. 
Again, I can't be a princess. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh my God. <laughs> be honest. Be a friend you can trust. Believe in yourself. Right wrongs. Try your best. Be loyal and never, ever give up. These, uh, that's it, that's 10. Um, these principles refer to a, do not refer to uh, appearance or royal privilege. <laughs> they do go hard on loyalty, honesty, and justice. The principles are available as a free poster download. That's it. It's yet unclear how they will be incorporated into Disney's pre-existing stable of beloved Tierra bedecked print characters. So far, the response of the new unveiling has been, well, it's about time. Um, yeah. So it's essentially the Ten Commandments for princesses? Yeah. <laughs> Princess principles is what they're called. <laughs> All kidding aside. It's I cute. Think, I think it's, it's a very positive. It is. It's very sweet. Yeah. We're in a goofy, silly mood, but it, I like the idea that, you know, they're not emphasizing. I used to be a kindergarten teacher, and one of the things that was brought to our attention was when little girls walked in, you know, you would tell little boys, oh, how smart you were. Oh, how brave you were. Oh, you did that really well. Little girls, people are ingrained to tell them how pretty they look. Mm -hmm. And it was brought to everybody's attention that that's probably not the best thing to do to ingrain. And even, I taught kindergarten, so, you know, you start early. Oh, you were so smart. Look at how brave you were. You yeah. And then little girls, you say, oh, you look so pretty. So it's just a, it's a matter of rethinking. Sometimes it's just a matter of adjusting your language. And you can um, help... Young kids, um, there's uh, have you ever read uh, Tina Fey's Bossy Pants? I have not. She, um, you have a lot of time on your hands, don't you? Uh, well, it's a, it was an audiobook, I was oh, while okay. I was driving, so I should cheated by saying I read it. Um, but she talks about her daughter, and um, she was getting to the princess age when she was writing this book, and she's saying that she had one doll that was Snow White on one side, and like it was uh, Aurora on the other, and she used to always put it on the side with the the with Snow White because she has the dark hair and the daughter would always flip it over to the other one because she's trying to let her daughter know that just because you have yellow hair it doesn't make you better than anybody else because she was saying that she hates that there's a word blonde that we use and it like blondes are better and all this stuff and it, it was really interesting to listen to that perspective that I you know I have two younger sisters and I never really I, I never really mm. thought about that Little stuff that you you know well, stacks years up and as years you get older. and years. There was advertising on TV that said blondes had more fun. Yeah, hmm. I think two things are great. First of all, free download for the poster. Uh -huh. I think that's really cool. One does Disney give you anything for free? And second, that the I think the main message is that any little girl can be a princess. It's not you have to be born to be royal. Right. Well, I also I like say, that this. It, it, I, not to be one of those people, but it doesn't even say you have to be. Anybody can be a princess. You know what I mean? Are you trying to say oh, you, it doesn't you even say you have to be a girl? It doesn't say, yeah, it doesn't say anything gender. It's very gender neutral. You don't have to have a soft opening. I didn't look at <laughs> Anybody can be a girl. Yeah, I didn't look at the, uh, the, the, color, uh, the color variations, but there might be a, a prince version of it, you know, with less pinks and more dark Purples. blues. Well, what I've liked whatever, that you know. Disney's been doing is like, they, so they have all the prince stuff, which is like the, 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 um, the crown, the shield, the sword. But now they have the princess uh, warrior stuff, too. So she's got a shield with a sword and a crown, too. And, and you know, vice versa here, I guess. I'm going to download it, bring it into Photoshop, and change it for princess. <laughs> for Ferris. I think that's a good idea. Seriously. Ferris would want one, too. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Brian, do you have a rapid fire for us? Yeah. Excellent. Starting uh, November 14th, you can meet Santa at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, he'll have meet and greets at the Once Upon a Time shop, which is uh, directly opposite uh the Beauty and the Beast show on Sunset Boulevard. Uh, those meet and greets will go from November 14th through Christmas Eve, December 24th. And after that, Santa Goofy will take over with the meet and greet until December 31st. Okay, this feels really, really early to me. November 14th? Yeah. Bam. <laughs> this is the start of Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. <laughs> it just feels like we're not even waiting until Thanksgiving to be over for no. Santa to arrive. Because usually my tradition was Santa didn't come till after the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Right. He, yeah. came, on the Macy, he came with the Macy's Day right. Parade. It, uh, I mean, they have to, though, for all these families now that are trying to plan the, okay, we're going to stay for a week and a half, two weeks, and we want to try to hit the last Halloween party. And then also bring our Christmas gear so we can just get the first Christmas party out of the way and 
and have the ultimate holiday spectacular at Walt Disney World. So I, I do understand it. From that sense. If you stay till March, you can work in St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That's very true. Day. They also just need stuff to get people into Hollywood Studios. Just That's like true. Arbor Day. Especially around Arbor holidays Day. when it's going to be busier. Yeah. I Damn. agree. It's still not right, but I agree. All right. Thank you, <laughs> Well, Brian. Cracker Barrel had their stuff up in July, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. Corey, how about you? What do you ever up for fire? Uh, I'm extremely excited to announce something that hasn't been uh, mentioned on the show yet. <laughs> um, Princess Elena. Meet and greet beginning at the Magic Kingdom in November. So, bam, yeah, bam. <laughs> didn't I? Didn't I pay for a remote setup to hear this exact same thing? I'm not repeating this, but yeah, she's gonna start meet and greet November 24th. If you weren't paying attention to Steve, <laughs> was Thanks, that her? Steve. Was that a picture of her? That was yeah. There you go. There yeah, she she's is. Cute. She's cute. She's fierce. Well, she she does. Spanish? She writes wrongs. Yes. The whole, and you know, she, she doesn't fierce. have a prince or any sort of. She cares you know, for others. She lives healthily. She's Hispanic. She's honest. Too. She's sustainable. She's bite. She's Hispanic. I met her. She's great. She's yeah. She speaks Spanish. She's, she's the she's first Spanish. Latina princess. Yeah. She's actually bilingual. <laughs> they make a big thing of it. <laughs> yeah. It's a big deal. They do, because every time she talks, whenever she's doing her stage show, she'll say it in English and then in Spanish afterwards. And she's the only cool. princess that didn't come from like a movie. True. Like a Where did she Disney come Channel. from? Oh, to Disney, yeah. Disney Channel princess? She believes in herself. <laughs> Stop reading them principles. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Corey. Let's move on back to the production facility or production nook. Oliver, what do you got? Um, I do have a rapid fire. It's uh, Walt Disney's. Walt Disney has a brand new campaign called The Magic is Endless. Does that sound threatening to anyone else? It's, yeah, <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? It's, it really does. Um, <laughs> Nine out of ten times a weekend is long enough. <laughs> Uh, Walt Disney World's newest marketing campaign for the fall going through uh, to 2017 has been announced. It's called The Magic is Endless. And the tagline reads, Discover the magic of Walt Disney World Resort, where the moment and memories have no limits. Hmm. Um, I've watched the first video, and it is exactly as you would imagine. It just looks like all their other marketing campaigns, to be completely honest. There's nothing that stands out about it. I have only seen the one video, so there might be more to come. Um, but no, there I've not seen more. anything more. But I know they've already started rolling it out as well. You can see it on TV now. They've yeah. got adverts. So, um, I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> I think it would be better if it was like the magic is endless. Bam. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Everything should now should have bam in it. With an exclamation mark. It's the exclamation that matters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how long before we dub it? The construction is endless. Oh. How long before that happens? Thanks, Shanghai. <laughs> Hashtag uh, the construction right is endless. Wrong. <laughs> right wrong. Can we turn his mic off? Tired <laughs> of them principles. All right, moving on to Rhino. Rhino, what do you have for uh, Rapid Fire? Um, the Walt Disney Studios has set a new international box office record. Um, <clears throat> Earlier, excuse me, um, they're having their best year ever at the international box office with $3.566 billion. That's as of October 16th, surpassing their previous record of $3.56 billion set in 2015. And they still have three major movies to go to be released. Uh, Marvel's Doctor Strain, Moana, and Rogue One. And we all know how well Marvel and Star Wars movies do for them. So they're going to have pretty much a, a massive, massive year this year. Are you looking forward to Doctor Strange? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know anything about Doctor Strange, and I, I'm trying to keep it that way, too, to, to be a little more surprised. I had some friends who saw the 17-minute the IMAX preview they did, and it was in 3D, and he was saying he doesn't care for 3D movies, but he was saying that the visuals and everything in here, he walked out of that movie like his mind had been blown open. He said he... he is very, very excited for this movie now. And, and hearing that through him, where he said he was only, huh, ahead of time, makes me very excited for it. I mean, I'm, I love Benedict Cumberbatch and Mads Mikkelsen, pretty much everybody in that movie. But it's it's going to be Marvel's shortest movie, is what I hear. But I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. So. Yeah, really. I used to read the comics, that comic as a kid. I'm going to be surprised how they do some things. Because there's a very mystical, yeah. sort of ethereal type of Their thing. Their thing is like they are pushing real hard to let people know that this is the beginning of like a mystical part of the Marvel universe. Is they don't want people to walk in thinking it's going to be like the other movies or anything. Like one thing I'll point out that I was already weirded out is there were a commercial I saw on TV. I didn't know the cape was a thing. I thought it was just a cape, and it's like an entity. <laughs> it is a being. Spoiler or alert! Like the rug in Aladdin. 
Yeah, it's like, it's like the rug in Aladdin. Exactly. He speaks to it like that. I was like, oh, okay. That's interesting. So I'm looking forward to it, though. Me too. Good news for Disney, for sure. All right, we have some time left at the end of the show. What I would like to know is, what are you guys planning this week in the parks? Um, folks on the boards are always posting, when are you guys going to be in the park? Tell us when you're going to be in the park and some of the things you're going to do, and maybe our listeners can meet up with you. Craig, what about you? Excellent. <laughs> Wednesday, we're doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be doing our dining review on Wednesday. As I said, Bubba Gumps. So if you're at Universal City Walk, that will be your uh, your one chance to see me. So <laughs> one chance, uh, one night only. Yeah, one chance because then on yeah. Thursday I will be here recording the Universal show, and <laughs> Friday I will also be here for. Um, Things. Other things. The daily fix. That's that's <laughs> what I'll be here for. So uh, if you can, if you can, if you're coming to Universal on Wednesday, that will be your your most likely your only chance to see me. Are you just week. running in, going and eating and leaving? Or are you going to go to the parks? Mm, I don't know yet. Are you going to so, wear Steve's glasses? <laughs> uh, you know, I have my I have my own glasses that I got from the eye doctor that they just slip right over <laughs> these ones. So. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland. That's right. Yeah, you are. Kevin and I are going to be yeah. in Disneyland. We will not be on the show next week. So if you're going to be in Disneyland, what are the dates we're there? We will be there the evening of the 24th, the 25th, and the, the 24th, and we leave on the 28th, the morning right. of the 28th. This is part of our backstage magic, so we don't actually start our Disneyland portion until three days into the trip. So if you're going to be so in, if Disneyland, you're in Disneyland, look for us. You're you get you're going to do the uh, your first Halloween party out there, right? We are. Uh, we're going to. That's the first time I'm going to be there for a Halloween party. That will be the night of. I got me count the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. I believe that will be the night of the twenty sixth. We will be at the Halloween party, October twenty sixth. Number eleven, know your numbers. I didn't expect to talk about number this. eleven. I have to know pick out which day it was. Excellent. So she's, look she's for us in Disneyland. <laughs> Oliver, what about you? I, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me tomorrow night. I again will be at Universal, but my parents are actually here all the way from the United Kingdom, and they're going oh. to Halloween Horror Nights. So if you if you're going to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal tomorrow, um, yeah, shout out my name and see me. I also, he's not said it yet, but I know Rhino's going to be there too. He didn't Halloween ask me yet. He's I didn't get to him yet. Lead, I didn't leading want to give an, an update. Uh, we be, the chat believes that Steve's glasses are actually women's glasses. <laughs> Sorry, I know that was just kind of interrupting, but that's, that's some pretty breaking news. The consensus is. Um, <laughs> well, there was the description of like the princess who had a small waist and tiny wrists and big eyes, and I thought, isn't that Steve? <laughs> what do you look like in that video? Throws a scarf on Stormfront. He's going to leave, you know. <laughs> Please. He's going to move again. <laughs> Excellent. How long are your parents here for? They are here for 10 days. So they're going on the 22nd, though. So they've got about, what, five days left, something like that? That, so Very nice. yeah, they're enjoying themselves. So yeah, come up and say hi. They love it when people come up and say hi because they they think they're unsuccessful they when people <laughs> come up and they're like, oh wow, look, look at they this. Think so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Little do they know. <laughs> Rhino, what about you? Um, as Oliver said, I am also uh, coincidentally going to Halloween Horror Nights on Wednesday night because I have my it's about the last chance for me to use my annual pass holder ticket. So me and some friends are going to go, and um, then Friday. Are you going to stalk Oliver? No, God no. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, Friday, I think the plan as of right now, me and uh, the sunglasses queen from earlier are going to go to. Um, <laughs> Uh, the water park, maybe. We're going to go explore some unexplored territory and do a water park on Friday morning, I think, for a little Blizzard bit. Blizzard Beach. Summit I, is that the only one we can do right now? Is the other one closed? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think always, I prefer Typhoon Lagoon yeah. just because yeah, I like absolutely. the wave pool better. And that's, you know, I like to stay in the water as long as possible so people can't lay their eyes on me as much. <laughs> but Just uh, neck up. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do the thing where you go down the slide and you videotape yourself screaming? I don't. Yeah, we've got a GoPro with the water, the case on it, and everything. Awesome. So there might be some of that. Um, yeah. So if you if you're thinking about going to a water park on Friday, and you want to say hey, come say hey. Mm. I can't wait to body judge them later. 
I wonder. Yeah, I will be taking my top off. I was about to say. Everybody knows. I wanted to tune in. Now you've announced. Be honest. Be a friend you can trust. We do have a budget for the CGI it's going to take to fix everything. I'm assuming. I do wonder if, like now, the attendance for water parks will go down. Now you've said you're going. The idea. You can't do that thing where you paint your abs in. Yeah, I'm going to do the marker lines and air. Oh, this week on Dispop, we'll teach you how to do airbrush abs. Yeah, we're always supplying you with content. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, what about you? Are you going to be in the parks? Uh, no plans yet, but I haven't been to Hollywood Studios in a long time, so I've been thinking about getting over there. Excellent. Should yeah. we explain who Brian is? Did we explain that at any point? I did not. Yeah. Go ahead, Craig. <laughs> oh, I, I, you know what? Explain yourself, Brian. We have a rule. If you bring it up, you have to do it. Well, that's it. Okay, so I guess I'm actually I'm not going to say anything because I will lead it into a discussion for the people who actually participate in the show that we failed to mention at the beginning of the show because I have zero involvement in that one. Um, but we also failed to mention something else too. I just realized. Oh, oh, so housekeeping at the end. Yeah, like two, a normal podcast. two housekeeping things at the end. <laughs> All right, let's do. Let's do Corey's time in the park, and then let's come back to our housekeeping at the end of the day. All right. Yeah, Nighttime well, um, housekeeping. With us, we, we're usually uh, spontaneous, uh, and usually the available fast passes dictate if or when we're going to go to the park. So we, we look. But I will tell you, this past weekend, Julie and I went to a food and wine festival. We had a sitter. I didn't go with the kids, which was wonderful. But I've been to Epcot Food and Wine since 2000, and I think this week, this past weekend was – I've never seen a crowd like this before. Yeah, wow. It was wow, really insane. Yes, it I'm was. talking every little cubby hole that you can find. My secret spots to get drinks when everything else is crowded. That those were packed. Yeah, wow. I mean, That's- I found myself on the back of China. Well, this this last week was kind of like hell week in Orlando because a lot of people from up north had their fall breaks, um, and. So just everywhere was slammed, and I also it, that that, and I also think with the uh, the previous weekend, uh, you know, oh, the, the locals with the hurricane, you know, we were supposed to go that weekend, and we mm-hmm. postponed it. I think maybe for locals, I think maybe that happened too. But it was, I was just so happy we didn't have a stroller. With also, us. Tiffany was there. I think that, oh, I think the no. no, we weren't alone now. No, yeah, we weren't alone then. Yeah. That was our nickname for Steve, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's where he got the glasses. I just want to point out the very definition of having a problem is having a secret drinking spot. <laughs> well, you know, when you tour people around, you gotta, you gotta have to live, live healthily. Oh my god. <laughs> Care for others. <laughs> Do not drink and hide. <laughs> Don't judge. Don't That's in there, right? Don't judge is in there. Um, Don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, see, <laughs> nothing about having a secret drinking place. <laughs> Especially during food and wine festival, Excellent. you need it. All right. So tell me what we forgot. Fill me in on our other show, and fill me in on the things we forgot to mention during. Well, Housekeeping. the other show Craig brought up is our. Um, yet to be titled, I guess. I don't know if it's keeping the title as the Gay Show. So I think that title right now speaks for itself. But the first episode is up on um, on the YouTube channel, and it's all about why um, Disney is gay-friendly, and that's hosted by Pete. And I joined him for this episode along with Oliver. Brian and Oliver. And that was it, right? That was it. Just was four of us. Do we yeah. know, is this a weekly show now, or is this that's, every once in a while? So right now it's a pilot, so we're testing the water still. It's a possibility it may be bi-weekly. Um, even though it's a it's gay the show. It's show. Oh, how appropriate. Oh, the jokes write themselves. Um, oh, my God. Uh, it could be bi-weekly. It could be once a month. It could be, I don't know, it could be whenever we feel like it. It could be or, questioning. depending on how well it goes, it could never be seen again. It all depends. Like, we're, we're monitoring the feedback. So, yeah. The posts on the boards are very positive. You guys have got some really great feedback. Yeah. I went yeah. through the uh, comments last night, and of all the comments, there was only one that I unloaded on somebody for. What, are um, these YouTube comments? Or yeah, the, you on YouTube, the YouTube comments. There was just some guy that, and he went off about the pulse shooting being a radical oh, yeah. Islamic, whatever. So, anyway, but everybody else seemed very supportive. And what was actually very touching was a lot of people were saying that they, um, you know, they were kind of saying this stuff about themselves for the first time in these mm-hmm. comment sections on YouTube. So I was very surprised by that. So. I don't know. It's an area of people I didn't think this was even going to tap into so quickly. So 
I mean, that was it was nice to hear all these people's stories. And I commented and talked to a bunch of the people that leave comments because I do that alone in the dark at night sometimes. So, We got some uh, direct emails from folks who wrote yeah. to us at the podcast account and also post on the boards. Very positive. Mm-hmm. Very nice feedback for you all. The other thing we forgot to plug at the beginning, though, yep. was um, we launched our Patreon site for the It Is Unplugged uh, podcast network here. Yep. Oh, well, that's it? That's no, no, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to elaborate on it. So, was, um, yeah, for those of you that, that you don't about. know uh, what Patreon is, it's a service where you can help support us and what we do um, through a monthly contribution. And in return, you'll get some exclusive content and some early access to a few things. The things that have just gone up uh, are two vlogs, one from Rhino, one from myself. And these are personal vlogs, so they're nothing to do with theme parks at all. Uh, and you actually get to meet our pets. Yeah, so. it's me and the corgis in, in mine. and The, queen, the queen and her corgis. Yes, it's a royalty <laughs> video. I followed the ten principles as I did the video. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, you know, you can do one-time donations, recurring donations. It just, that money kind of helps us go to sustain the content and create new and better better yeah. things and stuff like that so go straight back into the show new equipment new stuff in the future so uh how many videos are up now great question there's it's not just videos so there's a lot of content on there there's well c- there's two exclusive vlogs so far yeah. and then um there's been um you get early access to some stuff and so there's been a number of uh shows that we have gotten the early access so far right yep. two three three minnesota because it's in the second access. week right now yeah and um, and then a couple early access vlogs too, but there'll be more and more going up. There's also some great photos as well of uh, members of the teams uh, in the parks on the attractions too. So <laughs> no, they're not great. They're not great. No, they're not great, but they're, they're entertaining to yeah. say the least. I, I oh. didn't know they were in there, and so when I was looking at it last night... Is. Not, not to forget, there are ringtone packs as well. So if you want to see this man, there's a Corey ringtone. I stumbled upon that. I didn't yeah. know y'all were doing that. That took you by surprise, didn't it? If you want to, time you receive a message, hear this man's uh, luscious voice, then you should sign up to Patreon and download the pack. I think so. you're using that word wrong. What do you, <laughs> what do you say, lusciously? <laughs> Just happy to be here. Hiding drinking spot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a tease for the folks? Um, what might be coming up that they, they might want to join for? Um, I yeah, I, I've got something that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a creative. It's just going to be since since the idea, some of the idea behind this is you being able to get to know us and sign up kind of those things that don't necessarily have a specific home on either of our YouTube channels. There's one that's I'm working on creative videos that might tell the day in the life of us and pick one at a time and go around and i have mapped out the first one and so that will hopefully go within the by the end of the month us i haven't started the production filming it yet mm-hmm. what us as in the production nook or who anybody but i started with myself first i, I mean i started with oliver and then i started with myself <laughs> it, it's hard i had to write it so it's like because it's not really a documentary it's more of a narrative so it's like i don't know how to tease it other than that it's a terrible tease he's anyway. gonna end it with like airbrushing apps well <laughs> yeah, rhino transitioning yeah. <laughs> 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 all right i believe that would be the best part to end this show bam. Be a really good time bam bam, bam. be kind <laughs> thank you guys very much for participating in our conversation I really appreciate your input thank you for those at home who have been listening and watching we hope that you enjoyed it and so that'll do it for this edition of the Diz Unplugged stop watching go home (laughs) 